we're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Episode 49, The Girl Bosses Are Back. We are so close to 50 episodes. Crazy. Emma and I were reflecting. Um, we hung out on Sunday. Was it Sunday? Mm-hmm. Was that yesterday? Sunday was yesterday. It was. Yeah. Feels like um, a lifetime ago. Yeah, you went swimming in the morning. I don't know really. I was walking home from the man's apartment that I've been seeing and then made breakfast. And then I was like, let's get coffee and be dumb bitches in the Lower East Side, which we did. We went to Ludlow Coffee. Went to Ludlow Coffee, got cold brew. Then we went on down into Dime Square. We went to Sandy Liang, did not try anything on because it's like a sterile environment. And then, yeah, we sat in, what, is it Seward? Steward Park? Seward. Steward. <laughs> um, we just reflected because, you know, it's October, not almost November, but we're nearing November. And that's when we started the podcast. And we we're like, holy shit, it's almost been a year. And we were just like, you know, wow, we've actually have done a lot. Yeah, we felt proud of ourselves for once. Emma and I are both our own worst critics of ourselves. And so, yeah, thinking about like the community we've built, just like the fact that we have a podcast and like we've had sponsors of a podcast, we have a meme page, like I would not have predicted that if you told me that a year ago that I'd be doing this. And so very grateful for you, CMOS girlies and like all that's come from this. I think it's been one of those, like, I think I don't personally like living in the unknown or like the what's going to happen with this. And so it's been one thing I think we don't put a lot of pressure on in a good way. Like we don't act like we need to quit our jobs and be full-time podcasters with a salary because that's like pretty impossible unless you're Joe Rogan. But yeah, it's just cool to know that we didn't really know where this is going to go and like have this whole community behind us. So shout out to the CMOS. Exciting to see, you know, what your two will bring. And yes, we're, we're grateful for y'all. We would not be here without you guys, but how are you doing today, Kate, on this Monday? Uh, it was rainy in New York. I'm sure as you know, the podcast listeners are in. Um, I walked home from my Dime Square walk of shame. It's not even a walk of shame. It's just like a fun little walk. And went home, made my pancakes, my usual bullshit, um, studying for the LSAT. I mean, today was Instagram was down, so I couldn't do work, which was actually pretty nice. Um, and then I just like did LSAT stuff the whole day. The day went by very fast on my end. I ate such random food. What about you? Yeah, I major rest day for me. Like I woke up, I did not sleep well. So that was fun. I've noticed that like whenever I'm like about to get my period, I get like insomnia. Um, girlies, let me know if that's a symptom that you experience. I feel like that's like a new one that I've been getting lately. But also, I've gotten my period three times this month. So that's a new so one. The me. hormones really just be 
going batshit crazy. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I like went on a weird little like morning walk that like feels like a lifetime ago again. And yeah, I was just busy doing work, just sitting, being a girl boss, sending emails on my laptop. Yeah, the day did go by fast. I also ate just a very random, random things, um, drinking lots of tea, which I guess we'll kind of get us into what today's episode is. Um, yeah, we kind of thought tea is a pantry staple of mine. We thought about this episode, well, just as this perspective of like, we get a lot of questions about our favorite this and our favorite that. We've done favorite episodes back in the day and such. So you can you can go back down the shooting ladder and go listen to some old episodes. But I realized in every single introduction, we do a little bit of like, what did you buy from the grocery store this week? And I was like, oh, we should just do a proper pantry thing because there's probably obvious stuff we leave out and like brands we can mention or like brands we've tried, brands we hate, like dream products we have. Um, Because yeah, I know a lot of the listeners want to know that type of stuff. Yeah. And I know a lot of you guys are like in college or probably moving into your own apartments and probably like first time living on your own and being able to like have like full control and autonomy over like what you have in your like fridge and pantry and whatnot. So maybe we'll give you guys some like staples or like kind of what we consider like a pantry starter kit. Yeah. Do we want to start supplements or? I feel like, yeah, let's like do supplements and then we can do like food food stuff and then like beverage stuff and then like random shit (laughs) yeah oh wait I'm gonna call you back so we can have our little ads pop on in and then we'll come back and we will give you all of our products that you've ever wanted to hear from us we're driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know us CMOS girlies are serious about our omega-3 fatty acids and sustainability, right? Introducing today's new sponsor, Goodfish. Goodfish is an upcycled salmon skin snack sustainably sourced from Bristol Bay, Alaska. What's an upcycled snack, you may ask? It's a great way to reduce food waste to help tackle climate change. Goodfish upcycles from sustainably caught wild Alaskan sockeye salmon from Bristol Bay, Alaska. The health benefits of good fish are major, like each bag includes 10 grams of full BCAA fish protein, 800 milligrams of omega-3 fatty acids, and 2,600 milligrams of marine collagen. Good fish even has seven different flavors. Our favorite is the miso teriyaki for the hottest macrobiotic bowl ever. You can use code CMOS15 for 15% off goodfish.com. You know, Emma and I can't shut up about starting your day with the perfect oatmeal toppings. And you're probably thinking, what could be better than securing a bag of maca powder or matching with a boy who actually knows what adaptogens are? Um, hello, a large and juicy medjool date. That's why we're so excited to tell you about today's sponsor, Julie's. Julie's is a pantry staple for all the wellness gods. 
Their hand-picked medjool dates from Coachella Valley, California are certified USDA organic, naturally vegan, and free of all allergens. There is no better way to snack on Jolie's than with your favorite nut butter or on a bowl of oats. And Jolie's even has a date syrup to drizzle on a stack of pancakes. So if you want to taste some Jolie's for yourself, definitely use code CMOSGIRLIES for 15% off your first order. Now back to the show. Okay, the supplement section. Um, in the next, in the last podcast, Emma and I talked a little about how we're off the dusts. We're off the adaptogenic dusts and powders and potions. I think when you first get into wellness, it's really exciting because there's all these like new products. You want to compare brands, find your favorite mushroom latte starter kit and such. But once you're a veteran, you just you it's functional. Like you're using it for a purpose. I hope you are. I hope you're not just like buying stuff for a fluffy reason. But I have definitely streamlined my pantry since I first started buying stuff from the supplement perspective. Like I wake up and my supplement routine that I take of like pills, at least the ritual multivitamin, which I've talked about before, I am like an affiliate with them. So we'll disclose that seed probiotic. I'm also like working as an affiliate with them. Um, it's like the best probiotic I've been able to find. Just like the research of those two companies is like really incredible in the wellness space. And that's why I have like found them to be just so high quality. They ship to you on a monthly cycle, which is another aspect of like sustainability and like um, not even sustainability, but just like transparency with the brand. And then I take Moon Juice's Super You and I get a lot of questions about that. It is it has four different adaptogens, the main adaptogens being ashwagandha and rhodiola. And actually rhodiola might not be in it. Don't, don't quote me on that one. I know ashwagandha is in it. And I've taken that for years. I was on like antidepressants in high school. And I like weaned my way off just because I was getting a lot of bad like side effects from it. I'm not going to say like it was a one-to-one, like I took ashwagandha and then I got off antidepressants. It was a lot of lifestyle change. It was getting my period back. It was eating disorder recovery that definitely helped me become less depressed to get a recovered like hormone status. Um, but then I still realized that I had this like prolonged anxiety and that's when I got into adaptogens. And so super you, I take it just because I do, um, that's like the, I don't have, have a lot, I have it in my pantry. I don't know if I'm going to repurchase it next time around. Uh, but that's like my main adaptogen thing that I'll take in the morning. And then I take it with a Brazil nut and that's about it for like everyday supplements. And then I'll take magnesium before bed. I was between the life support brand. I think that's it. But now I'm taking the mind body green sleep support, which is like their magnesium, or I'll take it in a powder form. So that's my, that's my supplements. Emma. Yeah, mine is pretty similar. I take seed probiotic as well for like multivitamin. I'm kind of all over the place. I should get on the ritual bandwagon, but just haven't. I have this like random brand that I actually just finished that some like hippie health people at a hippie health store in the city recommended to me. I was like, yeah, I'll buy this. But I've had like the Garden of Life, um, which I feel like is like a pretty like easily accessible one that you can find and they have like good certifications, et cetera. I also have like vitamin D3 that I also take like here and there. I'm not super consistent with it because I also know my multivitamin has it, but during those dark winter months, you know, it's nice to get an extra dose. And then I also take L-glutamine. It's good for like, if you have IBS actually, which I don't have, but it's also good for like muscle recovery. If you like are someone who works out a lot now, I am not a jock, but I like to think that I'm a jock. And I think I just like take it because I've been taking it for almost a year now. And I'm like, you know, this feels like part of my routine. It feels weird not taking it. Mm -hmm. Um, I used to take rhodiola, but kind of stopped, but I do kind of feel like it helped me like a little bit. And then, yeah, my Brazil nut. And then at night, it's also the magnesium. Um, I have the calm right now, but 
I was taking the Thorn like magnesium bike list tonight, which was really, really good, um, which is like a really, really great blend of like different like magnesium strains. And it isn't the one that like makes you shit your pants. Um, yeah. And then I'm also taking the ancient nutrition, um, like sleep and stress support before night. It's like a nice, like adaptogen blend. And that's also in pill form. So those are my like main like supplements. And then I also have been like taking collagen a lot, actually. I've been having that in my coffee and I do feel like I'm starting to see a difference in it. Like I do feel like my skin at least has improved a bit. Um, I was going to say what you put on, on collagen. I was going to say next area or next question we can do is like what you put in your coffee. So good. I put it in collagen as well. I actually have been struggling. So I feel like my collagen doesn't really mix that well. Um, so I've been actually putting my collagen in either like my pancake mix or oats or yogurt bowls, like whatever my breakfast is, I will mix it with that. Just like the vital proteins one is what I've been taking. I also really like the gold one. Um, it has like a coconut flavor to it. Now it's not like actual collagen. It's like a vegan collagen. So it's not technically a collagen. So I kind of view that as more of like a fluffy supplement, if that makes sense. Like it's not actually the scientific gelatin from bones that the vital proteins one is. So I'll do like half a tablespoon of one of them, half a tablespoon of another one of them. Um, drinking my coffee, I went to grocery store today and I got milkadamia. I've not had that. So now I have macadamia nut milk, but I'm the influence me to get the Malibu milk, which I was on for a while. Um, kind of tired of being a maid and making my own milk. So I'm just willing to do that. Yeah, I have the malt almond milk. Mm-hmm. Um, don't come for me for drinking problem milk, you sustainability people yeah. um, out on the internet. But like, I, also, I actually don't like macadamia milk that much for whatever reason. I enjoy macadamia nuts, but in milk form, not so much for me. Um, another like fake, um, like collagen, not fake, but, um, mood belly. I have like their whatever bliss powder. And then I also have sun, sun potions, tocos. I kind of miss mm. that. I'm a lot of it. Maybe I'll repurchase once I'm done with collagen, but I did enjoy that. I made like my coffee pretty pretty creamy and yeah I've been back to adding like milk in my coffee because sometimes we go through waves where it's just like the taste of just like black coffee makes me just like want to like vomit yeah it tastes really acidic to me oh I've been on the bulletproof train kind of I now well I've tried their MCT oil here and there and I'm like why am I taking fat with my coffee like not even from like a calorie perspective I'm just kind of like why am I doing this I'm not trying to be in ketosis but it did help me with jitteriness from coffee, but now I'm kind of doing like a little bit of MCT oil and then milk with my coffee. Mm-hmm. Um, but then the other supplements I would say that I take, I will oftentimes miss like mix dandelion tea with like my second cup of coffee, yeah. just so it has like more of a flavor or some shit to it. And then other adaptogens I use nothing at the moment, like moon juice, I'll have like their different dusts here and there and mix them with oatmeal bowls or stuff. But I feel like I'm pretty supplement heavy in the morning. And then once it gets to afternoon, I don't like, cause it's like a savory meal. Like I don't, I don't want to put like dream dust on my toast or like crackers. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I feel like, yeah, in the afternoon, that's like a place where I also struggle. And I feel like that's an area where I probably should be more consistent, consistent with like adaptions. Cause that's, I still kind of experience like that midday, like anxiety, like freak out. Yeah. Um, like when I had a lot of like the wooden spoon herb stuff, I feel like I was using that a lot. And I actually did feel like I felt like, you know, nice benefits from like anxiety ally, but I just like don't have that in my possession right now. Yeah. Um, I have cordyceps that I'll like randomly toss into my smoothie when I'm like, I feel like having like a brain today, but like it doesn't actually do much. Yeah. Um, I have the rainbow 
rainbow lion's mane tincture, which I have not been taking consistently. Um, but then like afternoon beverages, like some things I've been doing is like the noon hydration tablets. Like if I've like done with a workout or something like that, or like before a workout. And then I do have a pre-workout, but I've been like not taking it because I feel really like suspect about it. Um, not taking that off, like not just taking that as a drink, but taking that before a workout as it's supposed to be used. And then kombucha, I've been starting to allow myself to drink kombucha at like 3 or 4 p.m. Just because I'm like, I don't want to drink like the blue sacred life at 11. I'm just like, stay with the coffee, stay with the water. And then gold has those different, um, their trio of like the aids, like the mm-hmm. debloat aid, the magnesium one, and then the skin one. So those are like fun if you just want like a flavor in your water is like, we don't like drinking water on these streets. No, yeah, but- for my like random like, beverages I've been using actually the moon juice ting powder it's like a vitamin B oh yeah which I really like the taste of um and it's like nice I like to actually drink that with like before I have my second cup of coffee and then I also have the Zizia it's like this hibiscus hydration powder and I've been really enjoying that I mix it with like a spindrift so it's like a nice carbonated beverage lemony makes me drink more water. I do feel more hydrated from it. And then I, now that it's getting cold out, I am drinking and I'm back on my Yogi tea, the Egyptian licorice shout out to, I think like Lexi or whoever on Geneva, like truly, I think like probably back in March that like suggested the tea for me and it's better than all the celestial seasonings. I will say that. And then yeah, I'll have like kombucha here and there, like an Olipop. I really like the ginger lemon one. That's like an underrated flavor, but actually my favorite. And then sometimes I'll make like dandelion tea, like a nice like dandelion tea latte, like in the afternoon when I want coffee, but no, I shouldn't. Yeah, I have been weaning myself off of Zevia because I do notice that I get one really bloated and my teeth just feel really like they have a lot of sugar on them. Yeah. Um, second is that, what is it? Oh, Gia. I'm, I'm no a Gia influencer. Not really. Just someone said they followed me on their TikTok. Who's like, yeah, how's, 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 um, what's her name? Melanie's Apertif. Yeah. It's like, so like, fu- like their branding is like really funny. I thought they also had more of a social media presence. They do. They have like 20,000 followers, which is a decent amount for a brand. Um, I just tried the ginger beer today and like poured it over ice if you want, I don't know why this is like helping with beverages. I was telling Emma this, I've been pouring my GT's kombucha bottle into a glass with ice and it just like makes it seem like it's, I ordered this at a restaurant versus like, I got this at a store and it just seems a little more luxe. You know, so yeah, I put the, the little things in life. <laughs> I know having it glass. Wow. Incredible. So I put the Gia over ice. It was good. I mean, it's, yeah, it's just like, you know, a little non-alcoholic aperitif. It's fine. And that's about it for beverages for me. Tea, I've been off. I haven't really gotten back into that yet. And yeah, I take my calm magnesium before bed. I haven't tried this, but I have it in my possession. The Holier, it's W-H-O-L-I-E-R. They Mm -hmm. just launched like a magnesium or it's like launching soon. It's a berry flavor. And I get a lot of questions about the moon juice magnesium, or I guess we both do if like we like that product. I don't like the mixed berry taste of it. However, it's like a really good quality strain of magnesium. So if you like a mixed berry one, maybe go for the moon juice. Um, I'll get back with my review on this holier magnesium, but that's about it in the beverage front. Yeah, beverages. Um, I guess like we could talk about protein powders. Yeah. Um, I feel like that kind of falls in line with the, um, you know, 
supplements, powders, et cetera, et cetera. We also didn't even talk about maca powder, which I feel like is kind of like a true, true staple for me. That girl can be tossed in anything. Um, yeah. Wait, I, let's do, let's do protein. And then let's do like flowers, pantry, maca, that type of stuff. Yeah. So for protein powder, I just finished the ancient nutrition vanilla, which I did enjoy, but I have like a lot of like collagen and I have like their chocolate protein powder. Then I'm just like, you need to work through until you buy like another massive canister. Um, but like Nuzza I've had before, I know you really like ritual. I'm not like super like committed to like one brand really. I'm kind of willing to experiment because I just feel like protein powder for me is just like protein powder. Yeah, same. I I really like the ritual one. They have this like really nice like vanilla flavor to it. We were obsessed with the new zest, nut zest one for a while, but I've just I feel like the taste is too artificial for me. Um, I have not opened the ancient nutrition ones yet, but I'm like I'm kind of excited to try the chocolate one just because I don't buy chocolate protein often. But my favorite I would say now is like by human improvement, it's cricket protein. So the one thing that is like a little bit, I don't like love about it is that it's all single sachets. They don't make tubs yet. Um, they're a pretty new startup. So like they, they integrate sustainability in a lot of ways, but they want to like put themselves in the market as being like a sexy, like product that's not in like an old, like tub. And I was like, oh, well I tubs are more sustainable. So that's my only critique, but I really like the product overall. It has like a really good taste and blend and everything. Um, it really like makes my yogurt great in the morning. Um, but pantry stuff, I have the purely Elizabeth pancake mix. Sometimes I'll buy the simple meals stuff if I want to get funky. I'm not really loyal to like a pancake mix. I feel like I use like two tablespoons, just like eyeball it with what I'm going to get. And then I'll like use some psyllium husks and then some maca powder for like pancakes. Um, maca powder. I, I think I alternate between like the whole foods one or sun food, whichever one is there. Yeah, same. I don't have any, like, I only have almond flour in my possession and, like, psyllium husk, which, like, it's not a flower. Um, I actually kind of anti-psyllium husk. It just, like, messes up with my stomach every single time I consume it. Um, but I haven't been making pancakes in a while, mainly because uh, my pants are shit and everything sticks to them. Um, never get the always pan. Don't ever forget the always pan. I, I hate it. I only use it for steaming vegetables. Um, and then also my fire alarm always goes off whenever I try to cook anything. And I'm like, I don't want that. And also like, I don't have good ventilation in my apartment. So it's like, I don't want to be like smelling pancakes until 7 PM. Yeah. Um, I'm committed to that. That's my day. Yeah. Um, what else do I have? Fun, for- fun New York city things. I mean, I have oats in bulk. I have rice in bulk. Like, do I touch them when I want to? I just hate having, I know this is like, I don't know why I get bothered by it, but just having like rice sit in my fridge for like a week. I like have some paranoia that it's going to go bad, even though it definitely won't. I just like never have the patience to cook black rice. I have black rice in my obsession right now. Just like two months ago. It's like, I want rice. have not touched it. Yeah. I also don't have like a microwave. And so it's like, if I want to reheat, I ice rice. It's just like a process. Um, I feel like when I was vegan, I always had like beans, like always in the pantry, TVP always in the pantry. Oh my God. Um, but for like other protein sources now, I guess like kind of more like the tin fish. And then I also always try to have like some sort of like seaweed kelp type thing. So whether that's like kelp noodles or um, just like nori sheets. Yeah, I have nori sheets and I bought rice paper wraps. Yum. Um, yeah, I made those with the boy I've been seeing and they like literally look like garbage. Oh <laughs> yeah, no, like when my mom and I tried to make them, they literally look like penises. Well, and like, 
on the instructions, it says like, obviously you put them in hot water and then you take them out and like, try not to rip them. And we did like so many of them and every single one of them ended up getting fucking ripped. Oh yeah. You have to like, you have to like put it in the water for like a few, there's like kind of like an art to it. I'm terrible. My mom and I have decided that like, if we ever want them, like we're just going to get them from a restaurant. Cause it's like, we'll, they'll never be as good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, rice papers are fun. That's like one thing that I need to add to my list for fun food. Trader Joe's also makes like a little nori seasoning thing that I buy um, whenever I like remember it. It also is like out of stock a lot of the times. Um, I feel like we're like, I'm thinking visually about my pantry, but our pantries are probably organized differently. Spices, I like literally am so boring here. I use red pepper flakes whenever I want some spice. Uh, Black pepper when I want to put it on a salad. Everything but the bagel seasoning, nutritional yeast, cinnamon, vanilla meld on sea salt that's about it from the pantry station yeah, for spices. my spices also red pepper flakes cinnamon meld on i have we have black pepper i really been have enjoying sumac i made like these like spicy mm. carrots because there's this really good like mediterranean moroccan restaurant which is like my favorite type of cuisine um cafe mogador they have like these spicy carrots and so i wanted to remake it so sumac's been good for just like a different type of type of spice. I also have like zatar, which is another like Middle Eastern type of um, spice as well. And then I feel like we can get into like fat sources. Um, yeah. Also, so wait, I, that, I forgot to say, I've tried this new spice thing and they had like a zatar seasoning. It's the brand is called Ami Ami. They're okay. like a, a D to C brand. They make like cute little jars. And then they have one that's a hazelnut spice one that you can put on salads. And then one of them, that's like a hibiscus rose coconut one so it's like their spice okay. trio um but I'm like someone that I don't really care to spend a lot on spices and yeah. I have like turmeric in my possession I just find myself never using it as well um but yeah fat sources I guess tin fish like I've been using like fishwife or I use like the wild planet mackerel that is like absolutely it yeah <laughs> I use wild planet mackerel Kate and I've been experiencing a consistent shortage at our local whole foods we've said that it's either Emma and I swiping the entire row and like grabbing five Bro, I or- swear to god I go there's one there's one there's one always just like in stock if I'm lucky and I'm like I snatch and I'm like okay I have to like literally savor this yeah I have to come back tomorrow um, um, I also buy the scout like canning trout here and there. It's expensive, so I don't allow myself to have it all the time. But for fat sources, I really, really like ghee. I honestly probably use ghee like probably once a day, honestly. Yeah. Um, I have What's olive the brand oil again that you use. I don't remember. It's the same. <laughs> um, it's like it's like a tiny jar. It's green. I think it's like local to like the New York area. I yeah. know that because I like the local sign at Whole Foods. Um, I have Wonder Valley olive oil that. I somehow got for free so I'm not like super particular about olive oil but I just know that like organic extra virgin olive oil etc yeah yeah you can google um, a lot tahini, about olive oil to find how yeah to tahini it. I I really actually do enjoy for like salads and like when I do macro bowls um Alcanar brand is like my favorite and then I have peanut butter back in my possession I'm not really loyal to really any like nut butter brand it's just I'm kind of I feel like we used to buy like artisan all the time I'm just like give me the cheapest thing like I don't care yeah um and I feel like there's another fat source but I can't remember yeah I have the same I have ghee olive oil and I just like don't touch my olive oil I don't know why I always just like prefer ghee but I have tahini as well I think the same brand as you peanut butter I just get the organic not salted creamy one from Trader Joe's like I really don't fucking care about that 
And then I do have the artisana cashew butter. It's been sitting in my pantry for like decades, but like back in the day, we would go through that every week. And I genuinely do not know how. Oh yeah. No, I would, I was like going through a jar of nut butter, like a week. And I was, you must've been so deficient in like everything when we were vegan. Like I have no idea. Yeah, crazy times, crazy times. But I don't, I don't like almond butter. I think I've just like finally put that like ship to sale that I don't like it. It's too grainy for me. I used to always buy coconut butter because I would put it whenever I made rice. I would always make like coconut rice, and it was like really good. Um, haven't done that in a long time. Other fats that I use, like we always buy Mary's crackers, and I like crumple them on a fucking salad, acting like I'm doing something there. Um, I have like one jar of pea soup that I keep in my pantry in the dire case that I somehow get sick and can't walk to the grocery store whenever I'm sick I always want the Amy's pea soup for some reason and then I have like blackstrap molasses and honey I always just buy like a local honey from New York and always make chia seed jam I guess that moves us over to the fridge I'm trying to think of other pantry shit Mm, I was gonna say like maybe just like toppings for stuff like I have bee pollen coconut flakes I try to have some sort of like dried fruit. I have none in my possession right now. Same. Um, cacao nibs haven't had in a while. Oh my God, I forgot that's a food. Wow. I know. And then just like, I always try to have like at least like two or three different types of nuts on hands. On hand. I have hazelnuts, which I regret purchasing <laughs> so much. And the pecans. I, I've been like struggling to find walnuts. I just like the Whole Foods bulk section is like trash. And I always forget to like go and to like other places to get nuts well I just I had that same thing I just bought walnuts from Whole Foods they don't have them in the bulk like little canisters anymore so I just bought like the plastic bag of them but I never look at the plastic bag of nuts at Whole Foods for some reason either but I found them there a lot of nuts for seven bucks I have those I have pecans that I have not touched in decades Brazil nuts hemp seeds coconut flakes I don't have any dried fruit as well um what else do I have that's funky like hemp seeds I just I forget I just forget 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 chia seeds I have and then like our seed cycling mix if you want to know more about that episode go to the hormonal episode where we talk about that in depth but I have like the pumpkin seeds sunflower seeds flax all that good stuff I bought pico de gallo now we're entirely in our fridge pov you're in I'm in my fridge bought pico de gallo from trader joe's have not touched it what the fuck was I gonna eat with it I don't know I don't have chips on me and I don't have anything Mexican what am yeah, I gonna make Mexican feel like, dish is that a thing I feel like I used to put like salsa in my salads like in high mm, school and it just that. like brings me back to like a terrible time though and I'm just like yeah I mean like salsa has its like time and place but yeah not really a condiment that I ever purchase um now I, I'm like it's a refrigerator even like part of the pantry but whatever you guys gotta look into our fridge just imagine yeah um always try some type of hummus or cheese, cheese depending on what the vibe is and I have pesto I've been getting pesto um pretty like consistently because I do love pesto it reminds me of my childhood making it with my mom Ew. um and that's good on like sourdough toast with, like a which fried brand egg. are you getting um I was getting the Gotham like mm. brand for a while but I just have like the Trader Joe's like vegan version which is like fine yeah it's a thing that exists it's like who cares about this rate of life like yeah I I don't care about like aesthetics or like whatever the value of like most brands for food anyway just like yeah. get it to me what else is there I'm trying to think of foods in my pantry I mean yogurt I always buy Coco June 
What about you? Yeah, cocoa June as well. Sauerkraut, you know, just like all the different fermented things then. I mean, I don't think we need to get full like sicko mode into like, you know, these are like the vegetables that I buy, blah, 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 blah. Um, but I also have like dried, oh, I have dried mango. So I do have dried fruit, which I just have not touched in like forever. It's from moon juice. I ate that two days ago. It's not spicy at all. I've like, I have like a little bite of like dried mango, like a little bit of it. And I'm not like against dried mango or like eating dried fruit, but I feel like that's like, I ate that so much as like a vegan, especially like the dried, like banana that I just like, it, it is a trauma food. It's a, it's a trauma food. Exactly. Thank you for, um, yeah. Stating the facts. Yeah. Our truth. Peanut butter is a trauma food in some sense for us. I can eat peanut butter comfortably now, but like for a while I was like, ugh, this brings me back to like bad binge days. So what Um, would you maybe classify as like a good, um, like pantry starter kit? Like if someone is trying to build out a pantry and they're like, I don't have to buy. And like, you want to buy everything, but like, you don't have the means to like get everything. What would you say are like your five, like products that you think people should have and maybe like excluding supplements yeah um like actual like food stuff that you would like actually utilize to like consume I would say like one fat source you really like that you think is versatile like for me I would probably do thinking about what I touch the most I would probably do like tahini or ghee or a nut butter just because you can use those in multiple ways like I've been using my peanut butter and making like a stir fry sauce ghee is like I put my pancakes in it like on the to flip them as like an oil or a fat and like covering that with like sweet potatoes and stuff um I guess that's like a kind of a pantry fridge semi item Mm -hmm. I would say like obviously like rice or oats or something like that like a a dried grain is that a grain Mm -hmm. source of something like that spices I would say you can be pretty basic I mean I feel like I'm thinking now about like what I get when I'm on vacation I have like a hotel with a kitchen Mm -hmm. um crackers or like granola bars or something like that like allow yourself to feel like have like toppings there so you have like some variety um and then yeah I think like the whole like beans thing is like really nice or tin fish if you do eat fish that could be like a nice staple to have um yeah what about you yeah I would probably say like for me, like probably like a ghee or an olive oil and then rice, tin fish, or if you're like vegan or vegetarian, probably some sort of bean. And then I would then also probably say like maybe hemp seeds, honestly. Um, yeah. Like, you like, you know, kind of random and do a lot of things with that. And then, yeah, probably some sort of like cracker and you know, you could some, do like a pasta too. I just don't like Italian pasta. food. Yeah. But. Yeah. Yeah, those are, that's a good, like, you know, staple set of stuff that you can, like, kind of use in many different ways. Yeah, and then I think for fridge, you can keep condiments pretty, like, streamlined. I feel like you could have tamari, liquid aminos, coconut aminos, soy sauce, and that, but it's not that necessary. I always favor coconut aminos just because I like that taste. Yeah. And then, like, I have apple cider vinegar and something, and then I feel like for me, when it comes to produce, like, whenever I come back to my apartment, let's say I've been gone, I always just get like what will last me kind of like throughout the week or maybe half a week. And so I don't overbuy produce and then like allow myself, like we've been saying to have like one dip or sauce. So I'm not like having hummus and cheese and guacamole and pesto. Um, and like, if you really love like sourdough, like freezing the rest of it or something like that. Um, or if you want to go the whole like meal prep sicko mode and like make a week's worth of like sweet potato fries and then eat them. That's just like a system that doesn't really work for me. I just don't like 
I don't know. I don't like looking into my fridge and already having stuff. I kind of like cook. I have, I mean, working from home, you have the freedom to do that. Yeah. I don't have to meal prep, but very, 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 very true. Um, maybe like dream products or like what you hate about pantry shit that you wish you had, but that isn't on the market or things that you wish you had access to or wish you could afford to buy more consistently. Yeah. Um, I always think about like vegetables. Like I really wish that I would just go to like, let's say there was like a farmer's market to go to every single day and like buy whatever's in season. I don't do that. Obviously. Like I wish I could, I think everyone wish they could. Um, I think with like adaptogens, I do feel like I don't really buy them because I, I want to actually, I don't know. I think this is just more of like a supplement thing that I feel like everyone is kind of if you are really into health and wellness or have been for a while, it's kind of like, am I seeing an effect from this? Or is this just like a fluffy bullshit product? And I think I have tamed back, like just buying new stuff. Cause it like, Oh, this is something with cordyceps. I like how cordyceps make me feel because I'm taking it in such a random way. Um, so I think that's one thing with like the supplement side of it that I'm like, there's no really dream product for me right now. It's like, it's too scattered in the market of like, there's too much shit. Um, I think something like something that's like a hybrid between like a tincture and a powder that would be nice to take that is like, I don't know, just something to make my coffees like really fucking strong, like really not strong, but I don't know, some afternoon beverage that I would really enjoy taking. Maybe that could be a dream product. What about you? That was like a struggle for me. um, I feel like dream product. I don't know. Like I like know that there's something out there that I probably want, but I can't like put it into words like I can kind of like picture what maybe like the product would look like or like maybe the components of it but I don't actually know like what that physical product is maybe I will and maybe everyone else will in like you know 10 30 years (laughs) um but yeah I I just feel like I want just like to have like just really good like effective products I think this like kind of ties into like my like I don't know, wardrobe closet. I feel like we've been having a lot of talk about this, how it's like, we hate everything. There's too much. I just want like a few good things. And I feel like I kind of want that with like my supplements and everything. Um, and there obviously are like good products out in the world, but I feel like there could be better products. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like something to kind of fill that like afternoon slump, it would be, would be cool. Haven't figured what that is for me. Yeah. And I think Emma and I like off the pod or on the pod have like talked a lot about how there's like this gap in the supplement space. One, there's just like a huge diversity of like what you can get based on where you live. And so like in Geneva, if you're in there, the conversations are always like, what's the maca that is available in Canada? Or what's the best B12 that I can get in Arizona or something like that. And so there is like so much variety for one, but two, I think there's just so much a range because the marketplace is not regulated that there's some products that confer such like benefits and you'll get them on an Instagram ad and it'll be like super buzzy, like bullshit, like immunity, mushroom, tonic, tea blend. And it's like all marketing. You don't even know how much of the product is actually functional, how much of it actually has the reishi mushroom or if it's just fluffy. And then you can go to like your local co-op or your health store, go get the reishi mushroom yourself and do eat, eat or consume the dirty dust, not the dirty, but like the dust that are more, they don't have the you know, the coconut flavoring to them. They don't have the stevia extract in them. So you can go like super hippie granola route, or you can go like Instagram buzz route. There's really no brand in between that is like, looks really good and actually makes you feel good. 
And I also like, it kind of blows my mind. Like I, it really is like insane for me. Like when it comes to like skincare or like makeup, like I kind of buy like Glossier, like pretty much all their products are like skincare, like the same line of stuff, but like with supplements, I don't, I think it's like shocking that like a lot of us, like there isn't that one brand where it's like, I take all of their supplements or I like yeah. only buy these products. And I almost like wit and it's like such a pain in the ass, like always like, you know, oh, I ran out of my multivitamin like this week. Oh, I'm going to run out of my probiotic like this yeah. following week. I wish like I could just be sent like a consistent kit of just like all my staple products. And like, I didn't have to do any like the work and like have like being, having the decision paralysis when I go into the store and I'm like, oh, well, they don't have the multivitamin that I need. Like, what do I get now? Yeah. Um, I just feel like, yeah, it's again, such like an overwhelming space and it's like so oversaturated and there's just like too much product on the market. And I wish like, I think again, for a lot of people who are, who are young, like us, um, and maybe you have more knowledge or less knowledge or you're a beginner or whatever. I think like everyone kind of, you know, experiences those few point moments where it's like, literally what the fuck is all of this? Like literally what am I doing? And like, for me and Emma, I think recently we were talking on Sunday yesterday about how I am now looking for supplements to feel something. I think when you first get interested in health and wellness, it's like, oh, like I'm taking these cool adaptogens and like, it's, it's like more of like a social signifier that like you're taking moon juice or you're taking like a buzzy supplement. But now I'm like, I don't want to take the product if I know it's not going to help me at all. Like I am thinking about it in a very like biohacking way. And I think there are like those biohacking like dudes out there that are like super into keto or like Dave Asprey, who's like a fucking mess who does like bulletproof. He's like the bulletproof guy. Um, but there's really no like female hormone biohacking product out there. There's like a few tinctures that are supposed to target your period cramps and shit, but it doesn't, it doesn't think about your full day. It's not thinking about like what you're taking in the morning, the afternoon, the evening. It's also not like a fun way to take it. I'm going to talk about how like taking pills is the most like unluxurious, not luxurious, but just like unenjoyable experience ever. Who knows if you're feeling anything from your multivitamin, it's all internal effects. So I wish there was a way to take supplements that made it like was fun. It was like a fun way to like be into wellness. Yes. And I wish like, you know, I want my products to be like cute and fun, but all the cute and fun products are like fake. Yeah, Um, they're so fake. And so I think there is like some crazy gap kind of in the industry. I don't really feel like anyone is at least that currently exists. I mean, yeah, there's like some brands that have good products, but I think like as a whole, there's no one that's like really kind of addressing like the bigger issue or feeling like this like bigger gap that I feel like people vaguely kind of recognizes there, but like doesn't really see it as like a huge pain point. I think like, I think just like from our personal, like everyday dialogue that we have between each other and just like from witnessing interactions on Geneva, I think you and I have been lucky to notice that like, oh, there is actually like kind of like a huge, like overarching issue that everyone like kind of experiences and even though it's like not super like prevalent or it may not seem like super like kind of like straight like right in your face like from a distance like you can tell that it's like there um and so I think you know maybe perhaps sort of figuring out how to address that and how we could like change the space perhaps is an exciting thing to ponder upon. Yeah. And I think Emma and I, another point of that is that a lot of founders of companies like no tea, no shade are older just by nature of the fact that like we have this podcast and we're 22 turning 23. We're almost out of the 22 age. Thank God. But like everyone in Geneva, we did like demographic stuff is like under the age of, I think like 25 or most people. And I just don't feel like there are people that really represent us. I think like Emma Chamberlain is like a great example of like 
I don't, not a great example of like a business owner, but she's like a younger person with a company that aligns with who she is. Like she drinks coffee and that's been her shtick. And now she has a coffee company. Like it intuitively makes sense why that product exists. But when I look at the health and wellness space, it's like all these older people and the way that they market to younger people. Like I'm thinking of you guys that are listening to the podcast. They're not, they don't know your story. They don't know that like, you know who the fuck freely the banana girl is. And like, you probably got into health and wellness because you had an eating disorder where you were eating potatoes and sriracha and avocado and like nutritional yeast. And I just think there's not that story. And I also think too, like wellness is so, there's such fucking privileged blind spots with it. I log on to TikTok. If I see another that girl aesthetic thing, I will like throw myself out my window. Actually, I won't, but like that was a metaphor. It's, it's so stupid where it's like, I'm going to go buy my supplements from Erewhon. I don't really give a fuck about like, it's this gap between like, these are my followers. Like these are my people that are going to like do whatever I say. It's not a community. And like Emma and I go into Geneva and I genuinely am like, everyone in there knows more than Emma and I. Like I feel, uh, Emma and I get this, this issue where we're like, why do we have a podcast when everyone in Geneva is like fucking popping and like that is so much, I think, what we love about, like, what the podcast has come in, like, a reflective way is that, like, you guys know so much about supplements and so much about wellness that, like, we feel grateful that all of us are together and able to ask each other for recommendations. It's not like you're asking some YouTuber what her favorite multivitamin is. It's like, no, you're acting, asking, like, thousands of other people what you want to take. And I think that community aspect of it is, like, makes a lot of sense because, like, wellness is so cluttered right now when it comes to products. Yes, very cluttered. And yeah, I don't know. I think like I'm excited to sort of, you know, work on things and kind of address the issues and, you know, really kind of, yeah, tap more into the the community aspect. And I think it's just exciting to, you know, see how we can further improve and strengthen the community and make people feel more seen and heard. And those are like other developments that Kate and I have been like thinking about like off pod, how we can, you know, improve all aspects of it. Cause I think like the podcast, yeah, is like, you know, kind of like, you know, the core of everything, but I honestly think that there's more value and um, potential with other outlets. And I think like, honestly, like the community and everyone that is part of Geneva is like more important. Totally. Um, and I want to like, you know, elevate their voices and, you know, really make them feel like they're part of something and have like some sort of identity. Cause I feel like it can be like a very like lonely space, especially when you do come from like, you know, the eating disorder past and you are like a young person who doesn't really fit in with like the status quo. Yeah. Yeah. Amen to that brother. Um, what else you got on your docket for tonight? It's 9 p.m. We're late potting if you couldn't yeah, tell voices. Yeah, 8.48. I'm probably just going to get ready for bed. I'm like, there's no point in me taking steps. No. I'm just going to like drink my magnesium, maybe be random on YouTube, question mark, or Twitter. Yeah. I approve of the randomness. Instagram's back, so I guess people are probably posting their content and stuff. Wow. Um. I'm going to get upload this podcast to the network to get it all scheduled and stuff. Um, going to save my LSAT review tomorrow. I was going to do it tonight. Like I have under one brain cell in my head right now. Yeah. Um, yeah maybe pop on a face mask and be a that girl aesthetic. I'm kidding. Ayo. But yeah, maybe we'll make some memes. Maybe we'll make some memes. We'll collab. I need to make memes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, thank you guys for listening to episode 49. The title's pending. I'll, I'll vibe out the title for now um but yes we will see you all next week which is episode 50 bye dog bye
I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.